You're listening to the Contemplative Light Podcast with your host, Clint Sabom. Greetings and welcome to the Contemplative Light Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Sabom, and thanks for joining me for another episode. We have over 100,000 total listens, which is fantastic news. And before I get into things today, I wanted to mention that I am now offering executive coaching for mental health and mindset. It's the other piece of this spirituality thing, the psyche and psychology. And in the previous episode, I mentioned for overall self-improvement, meaning basically the same thing, but self-improvement is a little too vague and broad. So I've kind of niched down what I'm offering. And if you're interested in that, you can uh, email me at connect at contemplativelight.org or the sanity sessions at gmail.com. I also host a podcast at the sanity sessions and that's available everywhere and you can find that and that deals with more of the psychological side and integrating The two of those is definitely important, and we have more episodes coming up about that, some interviews scheduled, so I hope you're looking forward to it, as I am. And you can also find us on YouTube under Contemplative Light. Just search Contemplative Light, and our YouTube page is doing fantastic. We have almost 130,000 total listens. So that's great. And you can also find me on my personal YouTube page, Clint Sabom. Just search Clint Sabom on YouTube and you should find me there. And I have kind of a variety of stuff there. So wanted to offer those two things. And today we are getting into the power of words And, you know, for a while, I had this zen-like detachment, I guess you would call it, from the power of words. I I would all, I I imagined this uh, writing by Gary Snyder in, uh, where he's talking to Jack Kerouac, and Jack Kerouac's like, all these Zen masters throwing students in the mud and saying, I don't know, mind is just so mean. And Gary Snyder replied, uh, they're showing them that mud is more important than words. And uh, I've, I've reached a point now where that just doesn't seem applicable. I've discovered that words are basically the most powerful tool at our disposal to shift our psyche and to shift our entire mental framework. And it really does work since I've been using it. And for me, it all breaks down to the serenity prayer. And that, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, 
and the wisdom to know the difference. And for a while, I got a little lopsided on the serenity prayer. I, I didn't really have the courage to change the things I can, or I didn't think it was necessarily as possible. And I guess that's also the wisdom not to know the difference. I got more into the acceptance thing, that there were so many things that I couldn't change. And it is true. There are a lot of things that I cannot change. A whole lot of things. And especially in these uncertain times, there's just a lot I've had to adapt to. But that's part of the courage to change the things I can, make myself stronger. And it it breaks down in the form of you know, essentially we are energy created, creating machines, both by what we take in and both uh, by what we put out. And words can be a very powerful tool. And, um, you know, uh, part of it is I use the metaphor of casting spells. I suppose you could see them as real spells or just take them as a metaphor either way, but the concept remains the same. It's, it's, it's how you are, how one is talking to oneself, basically. And um, I found it helpful to talk at the uh, above the level I am currently at rather than making identi identity statements like I am anxious I've I've you know you could phrase it as I am getting over my anxiety and uh, you know even if it doesn't completely sound sincere uh, you can shift your subconscious by doing this. And for some, maybe that seems like spiritual bypassing, but it's, it's more of a psychological tool. And by shifting words in that way and not necessarily identifying with discomfortable emotions, your subconscious will eventually catch up and it can shift your being. And that has been really helpful. And so these spells that we're always casting and receiving from others, you know, depending on who you are hanging out with, who are you are spending the most time with, can put, you know, negative or positive spells in you. And so it's what you're receiving, but using words, mainly I found in self-talk can, you know, that's where it necessarily has to start, but then it can continue to how you talk to others as well. And, um, you know, your, your subconscious will shift towards it. And I've definitely found this true. It, it seems too good to just sit on and not share. I used to not think it was possible. I used to think it, there was a level of insincerity about it. And sure, there is a time for validation. 
there is a time to come clean about what you're what you're going through and get the validation that you're not losing your mind that you know there are others too in the same predicament and even connecting to others in the same predicament and that that is one piece of this and you know i would say the next piece is shifting it and shifting it is possible and in fact i've had many shifts in my subconscious that have caught me up eventually you know for a little while they were kind of rough you know i was kind of feeling like wow things are really moving and these casting spells you know are not necessarily always used by pagan teachers um although some will use them from time to time but they are also used by many self-help leaders and many self-help gurus you know like tony robbins and more recently i found a really good one on podcast uh rob dial his podcast is the mindset mentor and that has helped me a lot and i know tony robbins can be controversial but i've always taken the 12-step method of kind of accepting what you want and leaving the rest you know i don't necessarily need to say it's all great stuff or it's all bad stuff i can take what is helpful and leave the rest i'm certainly not a type a personality like someone like tony robbins is i'm definitely more contemplative and sensitive and laid back you know in my um personality structure and but it comes down to you know what what was abracadabra what does abracadabra mean you know you i would always kind of hear that word in cartoons growing up the magician saying abracadabra and pulls a rabbit out of a hat but what does abracadabra really mean in hebrew and it means you know as i speak i create you know and that is the power of language to create our own reality you know there is a point of accepting our own reality but there's also the the paradox is you know creating your own reality and changing your other your your reality for the better and you know it really kind of comes down to what do you want what do you most want you know not in a egocentric way but in a deep way you know in a sincere way what do you want and shifting your reality around that and um you know i've certainly gotten it uh with my work online over the years and it's um you know one of the other things too is you know ever since covid and you know also this kind of recent economic downturn it 
kind of seems like a recession, even though they're not calling it that with the inflation and definitely people are, you know, I'm here in San Antonio, Texas, and definitely uh, people seem a little more nervous, a little more on edge. Cars are acting a bit crazier. I can kind of see the effect. America was kind of so close to the edge already. And, you know, the push of COVID and some inflation has, you know, really gotten people on edge and gotten some crazy drivers out there. Not that there aren't, haven't been always crazy drivers, but I've kind of noticed a shift of more ambulances and more crazy drivers. And, um, yeah, so it's kind of manifesting your own spells by the use of your words and using words can shift emotions. And, uh, if you don't believe me, just try it for a while. See if it works. Don't identify with your emotions. Um, you know, self-talk in a way that's getting over them and even something like going to the grocery store that kind of is you know for me I know it's not always fun but instead of like I have to go to the grocery store I get to go to the grocery store you know millions of people die of starvation each year and you know it's a privilege that I have the money and the efficiency uh, to get to a grocery store and get some food when I need it and it's a privilege and uh, when I first kind of came across this uh, you know I kind of didn't believe it it was just kind of like it's it's not going to be fun either way. Whatever I say is not going to change it, but it actually has. It actually has. It actually has shifted it. And the, you know, there's there's some there's some you know maybe some upheaval or some readjusting because you know I've I've even interviewed you know top spiritual teachers on this podcast and they say you know the ego doesn't really go away it just kind of gets reformed by this spiritual work and and I think the same is true by using words to manifest our own reality and I'm not talking law of attraction I'm just basically talking like shifting our own internal state and um you know, seeing what effect it has to use words in this way in our self-talk and with others and to be mindful of the people we choose to be around and all that is is part of it. And so, um, you know, just just give it give give it a try. And, um, you know, instead of I'm having struggles right now. Okay, if you need some validation, get some validation. But also, you know, get some shifting. I'm getting over my troubles. Uh, you know, I'm conquering my troubles. I'm 
um, I'm becoming less troubled. And it can have a big and powerful effect. So some of this is a little different than others, but I think that there can be a tendency in contemplatives to kind of hang out in the spiritual world uh, at the expense of the psychological, and both are important pieces, as is the physical. So, you know, see how this goes. And it can also shift physical issues as well, you know, if there's physical problems. You know, I've heard countless stories of people shifting physical problems by not identifying with the physical problems and, you know, saying, I am strong, I'm healed, I'm getting over this, and I'm recovering from this, and it's even shifted physical problems. So that's just how powerful words can be. So... Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for following us. Um, Definitely, if you want uh, executive coaching for mental health and mindset, you can contact me either at the CL email or either at the Sanity Sessions email. And the Sanity Sessions email is the the Sanity Sessions at gmail.com. Pretty simple. So I'm grateful to all of you and I hope you have a wonderful month here and a wonderful November as well. And, um, you know, you can look forward to more episodes coming on this Contemplative Light podcast.